0: off and the clock has started. This episode 269,
1: Nice. Uh, we're recording on November 15th, 2023, Uh. I'm not Zach Anderson, he's got a PTA meeting dude, that guy's got dad shit he's gotta do, that's why this episode, the abridged episode bro, we're hitting (laughs) this shit fucking rubber to the track man, we're just gonna go through this, I got my boy here, you heard him belch into the mic, glad he could make it this week, Shannon, dad duties more.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a rough one this week. Uh, So my son uh, came home today sick. Fuck
1: that. We don't even have time for that shit right now. I'll tell you what we do have time for. <laughs> Jeff Keeley crawled out from the fucking rock he lives under and was like, <laughs> here's your Game Award nominees, guys, and just barfed them all over Twitter. So we're going to go down the list of some of these nominees because you know what, Jeff, I got a couple bones to pick with you on some of these like nominees. So... We're just going to go down the list like News, never heard of her. So, most anticipated <laughs> game of the year. Dude, what is this list, bro? So we got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'll give it to you. Hades two, beautiful. Belongs on the list. Like a dragon, infinite wealth. Okay, like for the niche group of people who, you know, play the, uh, I can't even think of the name for the game right now. Yakuza? oh yakuza there we mm-hmm. go yes mm-hmm. yakuza games you know perfect star wars outlaws i don't know anybody clamoring for this i guess they had three nominees and were like, let's just fill some space on here boom like robbie's like the one person who was like fighting for that to be on the list and then tekken 8 like dude who the fuck wants tekken 8 <laughs> nobody i know where is silksong huh where is silksong on that list it's nowhere to be found shannon Justice League kills the Suicide Squad? Where's that? Nobody wants that either. That's <laughs> how crazy it is. That game's been delayed into oblivion. It, it's honestly been delayed up to the point of... I can't even remember the fucking pirate game. The What is, <laughs> is that he called? of Thieves? Is he, was it no, a thieves? the other one. The other one that's been delayed 15 times, Shannon. Oh, dude.
0: The... Uh the
1: it's the ship game god damn i just looked it up not that long ago pirate game release date there we go skull and bones that's how fucking memorable that game is dude that thing got delayed five times and still doesn't have a date Uh, yeah none of that made it on there for good reasons
0: yeah, no, nobody cares. About, I mean, Silk Song, I get it. But I think it's more of, like, a niche kind of group of people. I don't know if, like, it's a huge, overwhelming demand for it. But at the same time, like, Star Wars, that gets people to pay attention because it's a Star Wars game. Like, Tekken 8, like, I don't know. That's, that's kind of reaching. Like, you could probably find something better than Tekken 8. Um, I mean, even, like, Yakuza, like... Are there really that many people? I mean, didn't they say that Yakuza like underperformed this year for their uh for, for their sales goals? So That's I don't what know I'm if... saying. It's
1: like Yeah. Really, I think it's between Hades and Final Fantasy, and they're like, okay, we need to fill three other spots. This is what <laughs> happened here.
0: Yeah, I would like to see uh Hades 2 come out, and I am I've already pre-ordered the Final Fantasy, so yeah. Dude, the next we do best adaptation.
1: This one killed me cuz bro, we got Castlevania Nocturne, mm-hmm. Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. The Last of Us, mm-hmm. Super Mario Movie and Twisted Metal. Bro, <laughs> Gran Turismo thought it was part of the team, dude. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's bad. I know you watched it, uh-huh, but it was compared good. to the other 4, it's like blatantly mid
0: in compared to everything else on the list, I feel. But I also feel that the Super Mario Brothers movie was la- wasn't it last year? Like no, that came out in May
1: this year, Shannon. No way. It did. I know, no. it's been Look, 2023 has encompassed all of COVID, <laughs> oh and just, God. it has been the longest
0: year, but that <laughs> came been, out this year yeah, in theaters, Shannon. There's been so, there's been so much, that's just, oh uh, man, time is irrelevant, I guess, to me now. I know.
1: And I've already watched it like four times at home, and it's still great.
0: Uh, Yeah, I own it. I've watched it at least probably a dozen times because of my son. So, um, yeah, uh, it's it's a great movie. The Last of Us was good. Um, I mean, Twisted Metal is very campy. um, But but it was great. I thought it was great. Yeah. I mean, it was campy, but I
1: think it was far better than anybody thought it was going to be.
0: But, I mean, I do like. I did like Gran Turismo like if I was gonna if I was gonna get rid of one you're gonna get mad at me but Castlevania I would get rid of (laughs) but uh I'm you know it's a good list it's a good list it is a good I will say compared to previous years all of
1: them I'm like they deserve to be I think (laughs) they have a solid five there's not one that I'm realistically like dude this doesn't belong on there
0: It'll be interesting. I think what we should do in the chat is, like, come up with a, like, everybody should come up with a list of their uh, winners. And we'll see, like, once it comes out who got the most. And then, um, you know, yeah, we'll we'll, get uh... a bragging rights.
1: Game awards pool, you know, the winner gets the phone number for the (laughs) Gillette Razor guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you get a you get a a a completely used Amazon gift card for me. (laughs) Beautiful.
1: The best award. So best independent game. And I I got a little bit of a bone to pick. So we got Cocoon, Mm. Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Where the fuck is Pizza Tower? On this list. (laughs) Like, I get it. Like, Pizza Tower is not, like, the end-all, be-all. But I'll tell you what. I still, to this day, see Pizza Tower shit on my fucking Twitter. And whatever. Like, Cocoon, I think, deserves it. Dave the Diver, that's questionable. Because that's really, like, a billion-dollar company masquerading their game as an indie game on Mm -hmm. there. So, it's like, sure. Dredge, I think, deserves to be on there. Sea of Stars, you know... I, I was bitching about Sea of Stars to Shan. I want it to be over at this point, but I still think it's a good game. I just, I wish it was like three hours shorter, but you know, and then viewfinder never, never heard of it, but sure.
0: You know, that's the funny thing is I'll tell you, like, I don't know how you're playing Sea of Stars, but like <laughs> when you, when I told you how my, what my playtime was when I beat it and you're like, I'm already there and you're like a good five to six hours away from beating the game. <laughs> I was just like, dude, what are you doing? Dude, yeah, the fact that I'm
1: 31 hours in, and Shannon's like, that's how long it took me to beat the game, and you saying 5 to 6, when you told me I still had a ways to go, I was thinking 2 to 3 hours, and the fact that now you're saying (laughs) 5 to 6 upsets me even more. Uh, But, you know, I'll tell you what doesn't upset me. Best debut indie game. You know why? Because fucking Pizza Tower is on this (laughs) list. We got Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower made this one. We got Vimba and Viewfinder again. Basically looks like the best indie game list, except Dave the Diver's not on there, and instead we got Pizza Tower and they replaced Sea of Stars with Vimba. Um uh, so
0: I yeah. hope Pizza Tower takes best debut. I haven't played Pizza Tower, uh and I I don't know if I'm going to. So, like, I, it's not like I can really say anything on uh, about this. I, would, I If I was to go on this ride, I would probably go Dredge. Um, it takes a little Which bit. Which is respectable. To, yeah, it takes a little bit to get into it. But, like, once you're in it, like, that story is pretty cool. And it's kind of up to you yeah. to, like, follow the story. Um, so, you know, I'll, I give it to Dredge. But that's just me.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like if Dredge or Cocoon like won over Pizza Tower, I'd be a little upset, but I wouldn't be mad about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like they're they're both good games. Like I can respect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, best community support, bro. <laughs> we got Baldur's Gate for like the fifth fucking year in a row. We got Cyberpunk 2077. Like, dude, they're gonna milk that cow dry, baby. We got Destiny Two, Final Fantasy 14. And No Man's Sky. Hmm. Uh, you
0: dude, know. It's one of those things. Uh, go for it. What were you going to say? No, I
1: was, I was just going to say, like, I feel like, I want to say, like, Final Fantasy XIV pretty much wins it every year, except for the one year I think that Overwatch actually won it. Uh, but I could see Baldur's Gate is in a lot of categories this year, so it would not shock me if Baldur's Gate makes a pretty big sweep. At the Game Awards this year,
0: yeah, I was, I was, I think that's going to be the Goliath to take down. Uh, and I think it kind of, like, Destiny Two shouldn't even be in this category, considering they just laid off like half of their fucking company. <laughs> so yeah, here's your yeah, community Jeff, support. We're going to lay you off.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jeff Keeley, where's the you know best company that didn't lay off hundreds of employees award? And I'll <laughs> tell you why that's not an award, Shannon, because that would require five companies. That didn't do that this year, and they they don't have that.
0: No, uh, it's just it was just funny to see them in that category. I was like, Destiny, get out of here, bro! Like, I mean, No Man's Sky. I mean, you better have you know be a, the best community support. You've only been rebuilding that game for like seven years. Jesus Christ! Yeah,
1: it only took you six extra years after launch, but you made it the <laughs> game you promised when you pitched it. Uh, Best ongoing game though, a lot of the same. I mean, we got Cyberpunk, you got your Final Fantasy fourteen, and then of course you got your Apex, Fortnite, and Genshin, which I'm pretty sure also wins every year. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, I mean, I'm not I'm not surprised you know? at any of those, but I think, I mean, even Fortnite. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, I mean, they're 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 Goliaths in the industry. They like revolutionized like that free to play genre, or you know, just you know how people like play in multi, like massive multiplayer online, like genres or like free for alls. Great, like go for it. But like, dude, cyberpunk, like get that shit out of there. They didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's ongoing because it was a piece of shit to begin with, and then they had to fix it. So yeah, I mean, like, good congratulations. Like the people that stuck with that are going to be very happy that they have a game that's night that's that's not utter garbage. But like, there's still a long way to go with that game. Like, That game is still far from good. And I don't think you should be awarded for just giving people what you promised. Amen, brother. <laughs> uh, dude, games for impact,
1: dude. I'll tell you right now, I haven't played any of these games. There's A Space for the Unbound, Chance of Sonar, Goodbye Volcano High, which I have heard of, Tachaya. Uh, Terra Nil, which I know Zach played, mm-hmm. and Vinba again. So, you know, I'll be, I feel like it's either going to probably be, I'm thinking it's going to be Goodbye Volcano High, honestly, but I will be rooting for Zach's uh, Terra Nil, because <laughs> I know that's who he's going to vote for. It.
0: Yeah, uh, You might as well be speaking Spanish to me at that point, uh, because I have not touched any of those games, nor did I know about any of them. So, yeah, uh, that's just going a, a to be a close my eyes and throw darts at a board. Yeah, well,
1: pick. you know, let's talk about some games that you have touched then. So, Innovation in Accessibility. We got Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, mm-hmm. Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat, and Street Fighter 6. Mm. I've touched a lot of these. You, you've <laughs> touched a lot of them. Like, you got a restraining order, I think, due to the <laughs> amount of touching you've done with these games. Yeah. A um, heavy touching. It's hard, too, because it's like, I know... I don't know about Forza Motorsport, but I know if it's probably anything like uh, Forza Horizon, like, I guarantee you their accessibility options are probably very well done. Uh, I know Spider-Man has a lot of accessibility. Hi-Fi Rush uh, was really good. Like There's a lot of good games, I think, on this list. Uh, mm. I would assume, if I had to guess between a winner, it's probably going to be between Spider-Man and Diablo.
0: Hmm. That's a bold. That's a bold strategy. Um, I mean, the, it says in the category that it's basically for recognizing software and/or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features. Like if I'm going with something that's adding a feature, I think the most accessible would be Forza Motorsport, just because of what Xbox is doing to promote. Um, you know, getting gaming to people with disabilities, um, you know, mainly like they're, 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 you know, more accessible, uh, controllers and, uh, remotes so that people can play. Um, so I think, you know, I would probably lean more towards Microsoft. I don't think Diablo really does anything innovative. I mean, they updated the graphics, but the gameplay is still the same and it's been largely the same for like, you know, 10, 15 years. Uh, you know, if anything, like Mortal Kombat, I would say makes a push because they've made uh doing fatalities and and doing a lot more of the combos more accessible to people who don't play it on a regular basis and i do like street fighter 6's open world um you know where it was more of like a kind of like uh immersive environment where you got to choose your path as far as who you were fighting and what abilities you were getting for your character so i think you might be surprised i think you might see street fighter 6 maybe squeak one out in this area
1: well, I'm gonna tell you right now, Shannon. The only way Mortal Kombat One is winning is if it's the <laughs> worst port to switch this year, 2023. Is the only way Mortal Kombat's gonna get a W here? Yeah. If uh, I don't
0: see a Johnny Cage like like pop up like at the Game Awards, I'm gonna be mad.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, Jeff Keeley's gonna walk out with a Johnny Cage Funko Pop, and it's gonna be <laughs> him making that face with the big eyes, all half rendered. Uh, best mobile game. This is also far from my, you know, we got Terra Nill again, which voting for Zach, you know, hoping up, but yeah, got Monster Hunter now, Honkai Star Rail, which honestly is probably, I know a lot of people who play this, that's mm-hmm. honestly probably going to be the winner, uh, mm-hmm. Hello Kitty Island Adventure, and then Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, which I didn't even
0: know was a game. <laughs> I knew it was a game, but I didn't, uh, like, it was, it was hot for like a week, and then I never heard anything about it ever again so yeah i mean Honkai is probably gonna win yeah uh best action
1: game so we got armor core 6 dead island 2 ghost runner 2 hi-fi rush and remnant 2 uh (laughs) you know i'm really hoping for either like i feel like hi-fi rush and like Armor core, like Armor core, I think this is the only one it's actually in. So if it was gonna get a win, it's gonna come from this category. Uh, you're the only person I know who's actually played Dead Island two, mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> I I don't have high hopes for uh, Dead Island two winning anything.
0: Mm-hmm. I uh, I also played Remnant two, and that game can f- fuck right off. Um, so I don't know. Like I mean, there's there there. I mean, they may be good games in their own respect. I know a lot of people who really have a lot of love for Remnant 2. Um, I just I couldn't get into it. Uh, and it felt it felt too open. Like, there was really not, like, a path to understand, like, what you were doing. And I just got my teeth kicked in a lot. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, like, it was it was fun because it was a shooter, right? It's a first-person shooter. It's open world. It's kind of like you just – they drop you in there, and you kind of have to figure out what's going on, what to attack. What not to attack? Your guns suck in the beginning, so it's like you you know leveling those up is a priority. Um, some of the bosses fights are you know pretty challenging to do by yourself. I know they want you to kind of they kind of push you in that direction for multiplayer. So I don't necessarily know if I would give it an action game because it relies on multiplayer components, right? So I mean, I would I would get rid of that one. But like I hope you know. Ghost Runner's always been good. I've never played it, um, but you know, a lot of people seem to have a, a huge like it seems to have a huge following, and Hi Fi Rush came out of nowhere, and a lot of people were playing that for a hot minute. So I'd like to see one of them pull it out.
1: Same. Uh, dude, now now we're getting into some of the juicy ones here. So we got best action slash adventure game, bro. You got Alan Wake 2, Spider Man 2, Resident Evil 4. Star Wars Jedi Survivor and Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, all of those, like, there's not a single bad game like, in that bunch. Like, honestly, for like an action-adventure game, like, dude, that's kind of hard. Like, I would say, honestly, like the only one that I think is an actual action-adventure game would probably be Star Wars and Zelda. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't consider alan wake alan wake and resident evil 4 are more like survival horror type game well i mean i guess resident evil 4 is more kind of actiony now Mm -hmm. uh but you know um i think this is also one of the only categories that star wars jedi survivor (laughs) is also in so (laughs) if it's gonna win you know this is gonna be it but realistically like you know i don't know i wouldn't be mad about any of them winning i would kind of hope for maybe like I don't know Resident Evil 4 or something like that like since I know dude Alan Wake 2 is in a lot of these categories coming up and so is Spider-Man so it's like they're I feel like <laughs> gonna make clean sweeps in other categories so I would like for some of these other games that aren't in every single category to actually like take home something
0: mm-hmm. yeah it, it'll yeah I mean it's it is what it is. But uh yeah, I I would root for your boys for your boy Zelda in this or for Link in this one. Go go with Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Like wow. I I, I, feel, I feel I feel so bad seeing like Star Wars in there and he's just like all by himself with his little lightsaber. Hey guys, pick me, please. Nope. Like <laughs> look at what you're going up against. You ain't, you ain't winning, bro. Right? Just be happy like... you were nominated. <laughs>
1: Yeah, be happy that you got the field day participation ribbon. Uh, dude, best RPG, bro, we got Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. Which, you know, I gotta give it, you know, Starfield, thanks for showing up. Like It's cute that you're on there. Uh As much as, bro, I love the fact that Lies of P actually made it into stuff, and mm-hmm. as much as Cross my fingers. I'm like, bro, Liza P, please, dude. If Baldur's Gate 3 does not take Best RPG, then <laughs> Game Awards are rigged. Like, I I <laughs> see in no world where Baldur's Gate 3 does not win the thing that it does.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's sad too because Final Fantasy 16 is such a good game, uh, and I it elicited a lot of strong reactions uh, in the time that I played with it. I didn't even beat the game. But uh, the ending, uh, I hear, is they stick the landing quite well. Uh, sea of Stars is another one of those things where, like, you should just be happy you're nominated. Um, I mean, like, you started, you came out the gate strong, but, like, you fizzled at the end. And, um, you know, that's that's a bummer.
1: Yeah. Uh, which, I kind of think it's funny, because, like, I feel like Final Fantasy 16 could have also been slotted into best action slash adventure game. Mm-hmm uh and i think it probably just came up a little short or they just felt bad for star wars <laughs> and gave it its spot
0: <laughs> yeah i agree i agree i mean it, I, I think i think that's the thing too is jeff at that point is just kind of like uh, oh, we need some more like notoriety for like some of these other like you know companies that you know still are putting out games but you know aren't you know haven't put something out in a while like let's throw them a bone make sure they're still relevant in a little bit in a little bit
1: yeah, dude, speaking of throwing some bones, our next category's <laughs> best fighting game, and we have God of Rock, sure, uh, Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, which didn't even know there was a second one, uh, Pocket Bravery, and Street Fighter 6. So this was another one where I feel like, oh man, okay, it's Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, let's find three others to pad the category here.
0: Uh, can we use Tekken 8? No, that's that's it's not out yet. That's, that's not, not out, out yet. <laughs> yeah. huh. the Tekken
1: 7 came out too long ago. We can't put that up on there either. How about how
0: about is there isn't didn't a the Guilty they they throw out Guilty Gears left and right? Isn't isn't there a new Guilty Gear that we can put in here? Nope. Sorry, not this year.
1: Yeah. So, I feel like this is pretty much either between Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter. I feel like Street Fighter's probably going to take it. I feel like that kind of has like I feel like the broader following, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, moms get a lot less angry at, I think, Street Fighter than Mortal Kombat.
0: Uh, I don't know. Uh, Have you seen some of those costumes that they came out with in the Street Fighter recently? Uh... <laughs> people people get mad. Big mad. Fair enough. You know, I do know <laughs> there's,
1: like, you know, was it, like, Junji feet fucking finder or whatever <laughs> thing going on there? So, Street, Street Fighter is getting, like... Mortal Kombat's taken like the gory side of things, and then uh-huh. Street Fighter's taken the strange, like Foot Finder <laughs> kind of side of the fighting demographic here.
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. I forget who it was. Like, I think it was either Cammy or Chun Li, but like somebody modded like a fully nude model of one of them, and it was just like on, like, dude, it took over Street Fighter for like for like a month or two, and then Capcom was like, okay, we have to put the kibosh on this. Like, you had your fun. <laughs> Like, but we're, we're ripping that out of the game now. So, They're uh, like, if
1: we can't charge you $10 for this skin, <laughs> then you're not getting
0: it, all right? Yeah, now you got like Chung li in a wedding dress or something like that. So it's, you know, a little... <laughs> Dude, so while, while talking about <laughs> upset families, yeah.
1: best family game. We got Disney, Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Uh, which I I will be honest, I am very excited that Pikmin got to show up in the category. <laughs> There's no fucking way in hell it's winning <laughs> up against uh, Mario Wonder.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
1: but you know, I'm happy that it got an honorable mention.
0: You know, uh, I, I would, know. I was gonna. Say, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna be surprised. I'm gonna say it's gonna be between Mario Wonder and Party Animals, and I'm gonna say it's a fifty-fifty. It could go either way because. Party Animal has been around for a long time, uh, or has been around for at least six months, right? And it has a pretty big following with kids. And Mario Wonder just came out, like, what, a month ago? Less than a month ago? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it came out last month, Mm -hmm. but
1: uh, it's been almost a month. It's one of those, I know right now, Jordan sitting at home with his NordVPN, voting for sonic superstars as many times as it will (laughs) until they realize it's coming from the same ip address and they shut them down but it ain't happening bro i'm sorry mario wonder it's gonna be i think you're right it's gonna be between probably mario wonder and party animals but i feel like mario is gonna take the w there uh dude best sim slash strategy game we got advanced wars City Skylines 2, Company of Heroes 3, Fire Emblem Engage, and Pikmin 4. Hmm. Again, like, this is one where I think if Pikmin had a shot in hell of winning, it would be in this. Because realistically, I think it's going to be between Pikmin and Fire Emblem. I think Fire Emblem's probably going to win, though. uh, Which I'm not sad about.
0: Yeah, Um, if... uh... If Fire Emblem doesn't win, I will f- flip tables. Uh, like, <laughs> you want to talk about being rigged? Like uh, I have not heard anybody talk about any of these other games other than Pikmin, and the only person I heard talk about Pikmin was you. Other than that, like Fire Emblem blew up my Twitter feed for like a better portion of like three months out of this year. So I, yeah, if they don't win, I'll be mad, big mad.
1: No, uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, best sports slash racing we got (laughs) ea sports fc 24 f1 23 forza motorsport hot wheels unleashed 2 and the crew motor fest Hmm. which man that looks like some slim pickings for sports slash racing man there's no you know fifa i don't see any like nba 2k whatever man it's like The fact that Hot Wheels was able to make the list kind of, I think, tells you everything you need to know.
0: I'm going to tell you right now, like, this shouldn't even be best sports. Like, get rid of fucking soccer, right? Like, nobody's playing that bullshit around here. Um, But the biggest slap in the face is that LEGO 2K, like, racing didn't get nominated. Dude,
1: you're right. I didn't even think about that. It is funny, though, that four out of the five are racing games, and there's just, like, the one... Like, it says sports slash racing, and I feel like it's really should be best racing slash sports because it's four to one, man, and it's all wheels.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's what I I think is, like, you should make – I mean, and that's the other thing too, right, is because, like, there's really not a lot of other people that are putting out sports games right now. It's just like EA is just doing, like, their soccer game, their F1 game, their, like, football game, and, like, NHL, like, if they get around to it. And then, you know, it's just it, like that. that It would be just a category glorifying them. And so I, I get why they're trying to diversify it a little bit. But, dude, like, there's no way EA Soccer is winning this one. I mean, like, I and the crew, the crew should just be happy that they're there. But I think <laughs> For, Forza is running away with this one.
1: Yeah, I think Forza's is a shoe-in on this
0: one, too. Mm, so dude. sad, Lego. Fucking man, you got to... Yeah,
1: that's, oh. that is depressing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Dude, best multiplayer sponsored by Discord. We got <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, and Mario Bros. Wonder. Like, this is one where I think if Diablo was going to win, uh, this yeah. is Diablo. It, but it's also up against Baldur's Gate, which I feel like those are going to be the two... That are going to be, you know, I think it's going to be close between those two.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Diablo squeaks it out just because it's more accessible to the masses. Baldur's Gate, the one thing I heard about that was the menu system was horrible uh, to navigate for the casual player. And um, there was a lot of, towards the end of the game, like uh, there's a lot of menus on the screen. A lot of menus. So uh, I think Diablo is going to win just for its simplicity and ease of play.
1: I agree with you. I think a lot of people, you know, do more Diablo co-op online and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, uh, best audio design, bro. We got Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. And I will tell you right now, bro. If Alan Wake 2 loses to best (laughs) audio design, that's my one where I'm like, that shit is rigged. Honestly, Hi Fi Rush also has amazing audio design. That is the one. If it loses to Hi Fi Rush and Hi Fi Rush wins in this category, I won't be upset because it also has amazing audio. But Alan Wake's twos audio is fucking phenomenal. Um I have been genuinely terrified playing it with headphones on with the <laughs> like PlayStation surround sound audio shit on. Uh so I feel like it's between those two.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I would agree with you. I think from what I've heard from from you talking about Alan Wake, that I would give it to that. I mean, like, it's hard to give Dead Space uh, the award just because it's remastered, right? Like, I mean, it's kind of like it got a redo, like, you know, got a fresh coat of paint. So it's like, you know, it's, it shouldn't be in that... Ca- I think they should break that out. And then, you know, Resident Evil 4, it's kind of the same thing, right? It's like it's got its own remaster. Um Marvel Spider-Man 2, like the audio is good, but it's nothing to be to write home about. Like, you know, it's it's just you know, there.
1: Yeah, I think Spider-Man's honestly the kind of the one that doesn't belong there. Like I, you know, Dead Space, I have played, like the audio is great in it, and you're right. In Resident Evil 4, I haven't got a chance to play the remake yet, but I'm sure it probably does have really great audio. But yeah, I want it to go to either Hi-Fi Rush or Alan Wake. Um, best Score and Music. We got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy, Hi-Fi Rush, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, With this one, this is one where I think Final Fantasy has a really good shot. Mm -hmm. uh, Because Final Fantasy's music is always a banger. But it's like, at the same time, I'm like... If Hi Fi Rush doesn't win best audio design, then I want it to win the best music. Mm-hmm. Like if they give best audio design to Alan Wake, then I want Hi Fi Rush to get its best score in music. Because the music for Hi Fi Rush is also really good. It has and, a banger soundtrack.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing about Baldur's Gate and Final Fantasy too, is like it's always like this grand score, right? But like the music never really changes the theme too much. I mean like there's like the battle theme. There's, like, the going into town theme. There's the, you know, the pivotal moment, like, final boss theme. And then there's, like, the intro theme. And other than that, like, everything else is just kind of forgetful, right? It's just kind of like a blend to get the story going. Um, You know, I think Hi-Fi Rush, while I've never played it, like, the playthroughs that I did watch, it was, like, the music was a lot more integral to the game. Um, So, you know, I I, I would hope that Hi-Fi Rush gets it
1: yeah uh best art direction we got alan wake hi-fi rush liza p again super mario bros wonder and tears of the kingdom um man it's like as much as i do really enjoy the art direction and liza p and do want it to win something realistically i think it's between hi-fi rush and tears of the kingdom hmm for art direction hmm um I, I actually wouldn't mind. Like, Hi-Fi Rush has, like, a really good art style. Um, so, I, I would root for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I've, I've only played one of the five games nominated for this. So, like, this is really not in my wheelhouse. <laughs>
1: um, all right, then. Let's go to some of the more best narrative, Shannon. So, we got okay. Alan Wake, Baldur's Gate, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty... Final Fantasy sixteen and Marvel Spider Man two. Uh I've heard that like there's some really good narrative moments in Spider Man two. Um Dude, honestly, though, like I, I think Alan Wake might have best narrative. Mm. Like the
0: narrative has been really good <laughs> in dude, Alan Wake. Uh, I don't know. Like it may be good, but Baldur's Gate, like, is basically a Open world, choose your own adventure, like, like get dating sim game, like right, like you got all your people that are with you, and like I mean you're just smashing left and right, like you know picking up whoever you want, like you know forging these relationships, and you know like you know there's you know people are just simping over like all of the the people in there in in the game, like all the chicks that you can you know try to schmooze. Final Fantasy that storyline is epic i mean it is like i mean i'm three quarters of the way through and it is phenomenal um spider-man i haven't you know i've maybe only gotten three to four hours into that game so it's hard for me to tell you about a narrative cyberpunk fuck off uh like just (laughs) get out of here alan wake like it this is a tough category like this is tough no it is rough like as much as i'm
1: rooting for alan wake i mean baldur's gate's a heavy hitter you're right final fantasy does have like a crazy story and like i said i think spider-man 2 like from people i know who have finished it and stuff they love like the story mm-hmm. and stuff of it so i think honestly besides cyberpunk it could be like anyone's game in that category um mm-hmm. uh, best game direction though a lot of familiar faces here you got alan wake baldur's gate spider-man mario wonder tears of the kingdom Um, So, it says, awarded to outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Um, Dude, that's hard. (laughs) Like, in terms of innovation in game design, dude, Mario Wonder might have it. Like, Mm -hmm. they kind of completely, like, New Super Mario Bros., I think, was getting real stale. And they kind of reinvented the 2D mario genre and made it fresh again Mm -hmm. um as much as i love tears of the kingdom you know it's kind of just like uh breath of the wild plus Mm -hmm. um so i don't know if it really reminds Same spider-man 2 is kind of like yeah they did a lot of really cool stuff but it's just kind of like more like redone a little bit of like it's like 1.5 plus Mm -hmm. alan wake 2 they have done a lot of great shit and stuff in it but in terms of like innovation and like crazy direction like i think mario wonder
0: yeah i'm in agreement with you i mean it's the same thing i mean like baldur's gate has a chance but i mean the the improvements were marginal like in those areas from baldur's gate 2 right i mean like they revamped it a little bit and made it a little bit prettier but for the most part as far as innovation goes like super mario has it in spades For sure. Uh, Now,
1: the one you've all been ready for. I skipped all the esports and, oh, oh, you know QXE, best streaming. No, fuck that shit. No one cares about that shit. (laughs) Jeff Healy doesn't care about that shit. He's just getting money for it, and that's why it's a category. We're not going to cover it. I don't know any of these people. Game of the year, baby. We got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man, Resident Evil 4, Mario Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. And, you know, they're all bangers. It's going to be tough. It's one of those, man, I guarantee you Baldur's Gate 3 is probably going to win. I honestly think it's going to be between Baldur's Gate 3 and Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I would be rooting for Tears of the Kingdom. But a lot of people really love Baldur's Gate 3. Mm. And I honestly think they might squeak it out.
0: Yeah. I tend to agree with you. I mean, and it's pretty funny too. Cause like, I mean, for the last like what four or five categories that we went through, it was like the same five games. Um, yeah. pretty much. Um, and it's a bummer because there've been so many games that have come out this year. I would have liked to seeing Jeff kind of broaden his net a little bit more, um, add a little bit more diversity in there for, for the games that maybe, you know, weren't like as, you know, Epic tier as, as these games, but, For the most part, I think it's a pretty good showing. Um, I think it's a pretty good um, uh, barometer for the year of games that we've been through. Um, But yeah, I think Baldur's Gate is gonna take it.
1: Yeah, I know it is weird. Like, I feel like, dude, if they got rid of like a lot of the esports shit and did like, you know, best horror game you know then you could have your resident evil your dead space your alan wake your world of horror your whatever other like you know give that would give some other indies like you know if they broaden some of these categories for like you know instead of just roping you know the fact that like we said some of these ones where it's like yeah okay i don't really know it that should have like squeaked on there like you know best rpg it's like yeah you know final fantasy i guess but it easily could have been slotted into you know action adventure same with like liza p like they slotted that in the rpg as like sure it has rpg elements but it could have easily been action adventure or like anything else mm-hmm. um so it is kind of a bummer that you know it is kind of just like you know alan wake Baldur Gate, and spider-man in like 90 percent of the categories mm-hmm. and like tears of the kingdom and stuff but you know i, I look forward to it. hopefully we'll get some cool you know trailers you know some world premieres Uh i'm hoping that uh you know unorthodox rabbi bill clinton shows up again you know (laughs) give him a segment give unorthodox rabbi bill clinton a segment give the fuck the oscars guy a segment (laughs) let them do one together dude i i can't wait to see what wacky character shows up this year every year we get a new character introduced into the game awards lore and stuff so
0: (laughs) oh man well at least we know that there'll be at least one person watching it and that will be your your boy justin
1: yeah, I got you guys down pat. I'll I'll live live tweet <laughs> in the Discord. You know what's going on, uh, so we have that. I'll tell you what, Shannon. I hope, I hope uh, you got your big boy pants on because you know we we skipped the trailer a couple weeks in a row. And let me tell you what, uh, we're kind of pulling up outside. I see a lot of trash has been piling up outside the trail. Like the city, I think, was by here condemning it and. Uh, <laughs> I think your boy's got about two weeks to get this taken out before the city's going to do something about it. Oh, my God, guys. You know what? Uh, You you aren't wrong. Uh, I got a lot of stuff in here. Maybe there's some dead bodies buried under all this trash. But uh, that's for another time. Uh, We got to get out of here before the cops come and take all this stuff away and put me in jail for a long time. So we're going to hit this trailer trash real quick so I can dispose of the bodies. I mean the bad trailers. Okay? uh let's not talk about the bodies anymore guys
0: beautiful i missed him so much yeah i know i think your boy's Uh, gonna go to jail
1: uh he sounds a little worried he's been to jail before so this isn't his first rodeo (laughs) the commentator Uh, tots (laughs) god damn it uh all right let's just start you know avatar the last airbender i'm not a huge avatar person it looks better than whatever the fucking movie version it was for people who are avatar fans i'm happy for you man like congratulations it looks like you're getting a better live action adaptation than you've ever gotten before and i'm (laughs) happy for you uh
0: yeah great avatar boom uh smurfs all grown up love it love it
1: boom inside out 2 honestly looks pretty good like (laughs) Uh, i like Pixar sequels have been very hit or miss since you know toy story um this one though, dude, looks good. You know, Riley's thirteen. You know, we're getting new emotions now. You know, we got anxiety, horny, sleepy, <laughs> uh, ag- aggressive, depression. You know, all all these new emotions are coming out in Inside Out too, and it looks like it's gonna be a fun ride. It looks like Big Mouth, uh, but made by Disney. <laughs> hey, you know, and that's okay. You know, there's a market for that. I'll yeah, tell you yeah. what else there's
0: some. A- Oh, I was gonna say it's kind of funny how they went straight to the anxiety in the trailer instead of the horny, which is you know, which is great. You know, let's let's keep it the same, yeah. keep it tame, Disney, keep it tame. Yeah, let Shannon be able to take his kids to go see it. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh-huh. I don't want awkward conversations on the way home. All right,
1: <laughs> dude. Speaking of you know hitting it hard, we got Ghostbusters, new Ghostbusters. You know, there it's you know winter in chicago there's a you got paul Rudd in there you got the old cast you got finn from stranger things who looks like he's like 30 at this point <laughs> uh you know i didn't watch the last one but you know I, i'm glad ghostbuster fans are getting more
0: yeah it looks cool uh i don't know what the premise is but like who the big bad guy is like usually there's like a um... You know, an evil that's released. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see. In the trailer, all you see is this, like, storm coming off of the coast. And then all of a sudden, it causes, like, this Arctic freeze in New York. Um, So, you know, it'll be interesting. You know, the OG Ghostbusters make an appearance. Uh, You know, who knows if they're going to get frozen or killed off in this one. But, uh, you know, uh, cool that they're there. Um, I watched the most recent reboot, and I couldn't tell you what happened in it to be honest like i couldn't remember if the original ghostbusters showed up i think half of them did i, I think i don't think bill murray did um but yeah they made a they made an appearance uh i know there were some cool shots in the first one you know but it was largely unforgettable so paul Rudd, welcome back um hopefully you can make this not as forgettable as the last one
1: dude speaking of forgettable <laughs> echoes coming out <laughs> and hmm? yeah yeah the chick she was in you know uh the hawkeye marvel tv show for like five seconds Yeah, she got her own show Great. Um, it actually doesn't look bad looks you know you got kingpins in it uh you know looks like it's gonna be like you know more kind of darker street level crime drama type thing um yeah, you know, I'm probably gonna watch it, uh, because I'm a
0: chump and I watch all the Marvel shows. <laughs> but oh man, I you know Echo, it's so funny. Like Marvel is just like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a step back, and we're gonna we're gonna really focus. We're gonna do deep dives, and it's gonna be more quality over quantity. And then they throw out Echo. <laughs> it's like, dude, okay, I get it. Like, I mean, that's great. Like unknown property, you know, Echo, you know. We'll see what happens with her. Like you know, it could be good, could be bad. If Vincent D'Onofrio, he's good. Like I'll I'll watch anything with mm. him in it. So, uh, oh, yeah. you know that that's the only reason I'm gonna watch that show. And you know, if it sucks, oh well. But Dude, we're also getting season
1: two of What If, which I watched the trailer. Like it it looks good. It my thing is you know the first What If. It was, like, very slow start, then you know, the Doctor Strange episode hits, you're like, oh, shit, like, this was really good, and then it's kind of like, okay, I lost the thread a little bit again, and then I feel like the last two episodes kind of pulled everything together, um, so I'm hoping they kind of learned, it was like a learning experience from season one, uh, this season two, you know, it looks like they have a lot of returning characters from season one, the thing I thought that was the funniest about What If season two is, this is the first, like, there's Shang-Chi characters, in this and this is the first time we're gonna see (laughs) shang chi characters since shang chi yeah remember that movie that came out like three years ago and he fucked off in the portal with Juan and we never (laughs) saw that man again well now we're getting more of those characters i guess and what if
0: (laughs) that that's great you know that's what i need in my life more shang chi (laughs) yeah
1: um i'll tell you what else sony needs (laughs) The fire whoever keeps coming up with these Spider-Man Marvel movies, man. Because they came out with the trailer for Madam Web. Uh, I think that dropped today, actually. And I had to get it in here for trailer trash. Because, dude, I don't know what... Sony's holding down that early 2000 superhero movie vibe. And Mm. they just keep doubling down on it, man. Like, Venom was just mid as hell. (laughs) The sequel to Venom was super fucking mid... Like you got Morbius, and you know my thing is like, dude. If in the post credits for Madam Web, if it's the girls walking down an alleyway and they hear, Psst, and then they're like, "What the hell was that?" And then Jared Leto walks out of the shadows and he's like, and "He's like, you guys ready to morb?" And then it rolls credits. Like that might make the movie for me, but man, this thing looks like like Final Destination set in the Spider Verse if it was, like, a YouTube Red movie. Like, dude, this thing looks awful. Like, I'm gonna watch it, not in theaters. Like, I will torrent the hell out of this because, (laughs) let me tell you what, man, it looks bad. Zach actually thought this looks good, which I'm sad that uh, Zach's not here to defend himself this week. Damn, shots
0: fired, shots fired.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if he he thinks it looks good and, like, it looks so bad and stupid, like, I want to watch it, it's funny, then I respect that. Mm -hmm. Um... But if he thinks it looks like a genuine, like entertaining movie, then that's where I kind of bring the we need to have an intervention <laughs> because this thing, this thing makes Marvel the Marvels look like an Oscar winning movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it uh, it it kind of reminded me of like I know what you did last summer too, like mixed with a little bit like it it took it takes from all of those tropes in the early two thousands movies. And it's trying to be serious, and it's trying to be edgy, and it just comes across as, like, an angsty, like, teenage movie. Like, somebody in their 20s wrote this, like, oh, you know it would be super cool as if this chick could, like, see the future, but not be in the future, and then she can, like, act on it. And, you know, she's, a, she's an ambulance driver who's seen a lot of trauma, and then, like, You know, all of our friends have all these like weird ass Spider Man suits, and it's like, okay, what is happening? Like, what is this like an alternate universe? Is like, what is this like a reimagining of like Spider Man? Um, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, The special effects look bad. Uh, Like, uh, I mean, in the trailer, like I, like, yeah, it's just it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem good. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and all the while, they're being hunted down by some guy in a San Diego
0: Comic-Con outfit. <laughs> who, yeah, who looks like Spider-Man, but isn't <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, dude, so the
1: last one I saved, man, like, let's get, I wanted, we got Madam Web, let's get the bad taste, and on a high note here, Shogun. Uh, I believe it's a comic, I don't know anything about Shogun, but it looks very good.
0: Get your food uh, delivery, bro. There you go. Oh yeah, What is that some mac oh. and cheese? Mac and cheese? No,
1: it is uh, some spaghetti squash with Ooh. some shredded chicken on it. It's got some little cherry tomatoes on there.
0: Oh snap! Get ready for some moist sound noises coming through your speakers, guys. Yeah, Zach's <laughs> not here to tell me what to do. <laughs> while the mouse is away, or while the cat's <laughs> away, the mice will play. So, Shogun, what is it like? What, what's this jam about?
1: So, it looks very kind of like, uh, I say like medieval, that's not right, but like, you know, old, old time Japan, you got some samurai stuff going on, um, it has the dude from John Wick in it, so I'm like hoping it's going to have some like, you know, bitchin' sword fight, like Ghost of Tsushima looking like action and stuff in it, uh, it's a TV, this one's a TV show, um, it is not... movie it is going to be on fx so i'm assuming it's going to probably be on hulu Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but it looked like production wise like it looks really good like it looks like they spent some like actual money on this so i am very excited Uh, i don't know a lot of details about it. it just looks like good like samurai era action
0: and i'm here for that nice uh, that's cool. Uh, I think that clears out the trash. Um, do we want to, uh, have you been playing anything this week, Justin? Dude. So besides CS, like
1: besides CS stars, <laughs> which I already bitched about, like, you mm-hmm. know, I've, I've been playing some more Alan Wake Two, Still real good. Uh, dude, I played some warrior wear move it this week. Nice. And me and, me and shrimp fried Matt, I went over to his place we made some tropical freezes, which is like, uh, has 99 bananas in it and some like Malibu, whatever. Like, dude, we got a little drunk mm-hmm. and played some WarioWare. And man, dude, let me tell you, WarioWare is back, baby. I was pissed <laughs> off at the last game. I thought it was trash. I was upset about it. I'm like, dude, they ruined one of my favorite franchises. This one was everything I wanted and more in WarioWare. They brought back the silly poses. Uh, they have, like, a lot of co-op features and stuff where you can play through the story mode to player and stuff. And, like, I know in previous renditions, like, smooth moves and stuff, it was, like, oh, hey, you know, like, pass the controller or whatever. But there's some where it's, like, you're actually doing stuff at the same time, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, some of the poses involve, like, uh, there's one where you have to get on your, like, hands and knees and put <laughs> the nunchucks on the ground and, like, flip them. Mm-hmm. Um, which you could probably just, like, if you want to sit down and put them on your lap, you could probably do that, too. But I was very adamant on doing the poses as they <laughs> instructed. There's one, like, normally I don't wear the wrist straps. I'm like, I'm not seven. I'm not going to fucking launch my <laughs> Switch controller into the TV. Like, we're okay. This one legitimately requires you to have the wrist straps because there are some moves that, like, there's one where it involves having the wrist strap on and you holding uh, the nunchuck out like this. And then, like, dropping it. And, like, having the other one kind of dangle. So, it's, like, you need to have your straps. So, if your straps are in your living room table somewhere, you tuck them away, you better dust those bad boys off if you're playing this. But it did some cool things with, like, the technology. Like, it used the little, like, RFID reader shit and stuff to, like, detect your other hand and, like, do stuff, like, with your hand being, like, a certain, like, distance away from the nunchuck and stuff. So, I feel like they used the little joy cons in every conceivable way like using the rfid reader using gyroscopics in it like dangling it switching it fucking twirling them around having one where you're like holding it on your ass and like your face and like (laughs) doing like a chicken move like no they they get they get weird with it and Uh i love it like that's what warrior wear is all about is weird little fucking mini games and being embarrassed having to do this stuff in front of your friends as they're making fun of you. And I feel like <laughs> it lived up to that expectation. So Red. I am excited that it's back. I hope it sells a lot and we get another one. Nice. Uh, have you been playing anything this week, Shannon?
0: I have. I played Star Ocean Second Story R, which That's is... That's a mouthful. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is a 2.5D uh, two and a half D, uh uh, RPG that is made by squeenix. Um, it is beautiful. Uh, the voice acting is great. Uh, the actual like people, the main characters, like when they talk, um, it's actually kind of like a semi animated, um, like person that pops up when they're talking. So it's like, it's a hand drawn portrait, but like it actually like they talk and actually emote and stuff. So it's actually pretty cool, um, for the story beats. Um, the battle system is cool. Uh, I don't have any gripes with the battle system. Uh, it's uh, real-time. Uh, it's not turn-based. Uh, so you control one of the characters in your party, and you basically run and do your attacks. They make it very easy. You can only really have one magic spell mapped to each of the trigger buttons on the top of your controller. Um, so it's either your left button or your right button. So I have one mapped for uh offensive spells and one mapped for healing uh for my main character and so uh basically uh you get um you know as of right now i have three characters uh in my party uh one heavily into magic one heavily into physicality and then one that's kind of a cross between the two uh the combat system uh rewards you for not getting hit um so if you can perfectly dodge at specific times you get uh the ability to kind of like sidestep the enemy and attack them from behind which causes a break uh in their armor and then you can kind of wail on uh the character on your your enemies and you get um they drop these like little light orbs And, uh, if you get like, if you collect 50, you get like a, I think it's like a 25%, uh, bonus to your, uh, uh, your attack damage. And then if you get a hundred, um, collected, you get, um, I think it's like a 25%, uh, stat bonus to your defense. And then if you get 300, uh, collected, you get, uh, I think it's, uh, an extra 25% to your crit. Uh, damage and and, uh, ability to to crit. So, um, you know, not getting hit really kind of benefits you uh, in your combat systems. That being said, uh, if you get surprised, um, because you can see the enemies pop up on your map and they're either purple clouds, um, which is basically like average. There's the red clouds, which is like above average, like the unique monsters. And then you have uh, like green, I think, which is like below your level. So they're like e- slim, easy pickings. Um, you don't get a lot of experience points, but you can use them to kind of pad your um, your bonuses. So it's kind of useful strategy. Um, so it's fun. Um, The story does take a little bit to get into like I mean it's a a Square Enix game right so like they're usually pretty plot heavy in the beginning just to build the story and then they kind of turn you loose and let you do your thing Um, once you get into the open world it's pretty cool Um, you can pretty much go wherever you want uh, attack whatever you want it's kind of up to you to uh, choose your levels. Um, I do like the fact that with their system in this game you have battle points and you have skill points. So every battle you get at least a handful of skill points and a, and a handful of battle points depending on how well you fight your enemies. And then you can use those to upgrade your stats and you can use them to upgrade the abilities that your characters have. So um, you can you know fortify yourself so you're you don't uh, get broken as easy so like, if somebody hits you and you break, you lose your um, your stat bonuses, like your those those orbs that you collect. It goes from like three hundred all the way down to zero on one break. So if you fortify all your characters so that they're harder to break, there's a pretty there's a better chance that you can get those bonuses and then they they'll stay longer to help you be more effective in battles. So you you kind of learn that early on, like oh this is where I should be putting my points. Um, and I haven't had any problems with it. It's been a fun game. Um, I'm so I, I'm going to continue playing that. That's that's where I'm at right now. So have you been playing that on the Steam Deck or yes? And I, does it run good on the Steam Deck? Ooh, that's the thing. So I <laughs> so I ran into so it froze on me once. The screen froze on me once, but the game ooh. continued to play. Right. So like that wow. sucked. Uh, so I had to quit the game and then restart it. And then there have been a couple instances where you go from town to, like, the world map um, that it's taken a good chunk of time. And I thought the game froze, but it just was taking time to process. um, That makes me want to play it on a console instead of on the Steam Deck. Uh, But I've already invested in the Steam Deck, so I would probably just play it on my computer. Um, (laughs) Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, Steam Deck is is a good – it's all right. It's an all right experience, but it's not the best.
1: All right. Well, at least it's not like, you know – at least you didn't spend the money on it, and then it just runs like absolute dog shit on the mm-hmm. Steam Deck, and then you're like, okay, well, shit, now I can't even, like, do what I wanted to with the <laughs> game on the console I was planning on playing it on.
0: Yeah. No, it's uh, – I mean, it's – It's not enough to be annoying because it doesn't happen all the time. Um, And, you know, most of the time, if I'm in the open world, I'm going to be there for, like, the hour. Because I I usually play for an hour before I go to bed, right? So, like, if I'm in the open world, I'm staying there for an hour. Like, I'm not going to bounce back and forth because, like, the armor sets, you know, in the beginning of the game really aren't that impressive. And, you know, I really when I play these square games, I really just like to make sure my character could just walk into any situation and just like smack everybody around. So I don't mind grinding for an hour, uh, you know, in a bunch of battles. Um, I'll tell you the soundtrack does get boring. Um, just because there's not a lot of deviation when you, um, when you're in the battle and then the congratulatory music, when you get your trotskies at the end, (laughs) you're like, I'm sick of listening to this shit. Pretty much, like, I, I, if I'm in the open world, I turn the volume down, uh, and then when I get into town, I turn the volume back up, because that's usually where the story beats are, so, you know, I don't read, I just listen now.
1: <laughs> Have you uh, played anything else? No, that's it. All right, well, you know, I feel like we're going to skip the spoiler zone, mainly because I really want to talk about the season finale of Loki because mm-hmm. Shannon straight up said he fucking hates the ending. Uh, oh, no, I and didn't
0: Okay, no 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 no. I didn't say I hated mm-hmm. the ending. I said I have some gripes with the ending, but it's not quality gripes. I mean, it, I mean it's not gripes that relate to quality of the show. The show's a banger. I just the the show did such a good job of making me like Loki that i was upset with the outcome of the show and that's no fault of the show that's my own personal thing and we'll talk about it next week
1: <laughs> yeah because i do want zach to be a part of it mm-hmm. um and then of course you know we'll have like invincible mm-hmm. and you know i did see the marvels uh i won't get into it. i actually thought it was pretty decent but you know we'll even just get into that next week so mm-hmm. you know what
0: shannon why don't you just land this plane buddy All right, guys. Let's hit that gavel and see how fast I can get us through this. Okay, guys. Thank you for watching another show or uh, listening to another episode of That Pixel Life. If uh, if you'd like to follow us on Discord, you can. If you'd like to follow us on Facebook, you can. If you'd like to follow us anywhere else, uh, try us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it nowadays. Um, Yeah, give us a like wherever you guys uh, download our podcasts and listen to our shows. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I think we did a great show. Justin, thank you for hosting. Zach, you suck. You're enough for not being here. Uh, And um, Justin, if Robbie was here... uh, uh, what do you think Robbie would say?
1: Robbie would say, hey, guys, Star Wars Survivor was robbed at the Game Awards. I tell you
0: what. Oh, boy. And, uh, yeah, you know, squat-tober's over. I don't even know what the catchy name for November is. And uh, congratulations to Jordan. Jordan's got baby girl. Woo!
1: Veronica monster
0: dangers. (laughs) We probably should have put that at the beginning.
1: (laughs) We love you, Jordan.
0: Thank you for listening at the end, Jordan.